It's me, Sam Hickman. Oh, I'm sorry, were you expecting someone else? I'm sorry. I really should do that. Like one of these days I should just get a, like a guest podcast host and not tell anyone and not tell anyone who it is. Like it can be literally anyone. Like my mother should just come and be a podcast host for the week and she can do a 20 minute monologue about, um, about her life. Uh, my mother, for those of you who don't know, is... Um, she just got back from interrailing because my parents um, are cooler than me and have money. Um, and I have none of those things. But what I do have is a cough. So if you hear me coughing during this, it's because I'm slowly dying. Um, but I'm getting through it. I'm surviving. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Anyway, my mother is interrailing and I have talked to many people about my parents interrailing because I have been sharing it on my Instagram stories and people, four people messaged me and were like, I love your dad. He seems the best. And I was like, oh, that's, that's nice. Thanks. Thank, thanks everyone. But, um, my mother, um, so they went on a two day sound of music tour which really got people got people following. They really got people got involved from then on. Um, with like my dad skipping down the down the little boulevard where Maria sings, "I have confidence in sunshine," and he was he was doing it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they did that, and people were absolutely in love with the um, idea of uh, a fifty something year old married couple going on a sound of music tour and my mother um my mother is possibly better at instagram stories than me now like she was like tagging she was adding music she was tagging locations she was like she even had a hashtag the hashtag was interrailing pensioners laughy cryy smiley face like the emoji her her um hashtag had an emoji in it now, unfortunately, her account is private. So um, unless you follow me on Instagram and can scroll your way into following my mother on Instagram, you will never know. And I'm not going to give out her Instagram because I don't know who listens to this podcast. And um, if you are listening to this podcast and you are desperate to find out what my mother is doing, um, please do send me a DM and I will give you her Instagram and you can follow her. Um, but enough about my mother. <laughs> what is this? Therapy? Enough about my mother. I can't afford therapy, you guys. This is... This is all I have. What, what did, did you, you do, do this, this week? week? Um, so this week, I, I, I went to Iris Price all week. Iris Price all week. Um, and we've literally... Today's been the first day in over seven days when I have been completely alone 
in the house or in my life. And it's been nice. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you, dear sweet listeners. Um, It was really nice having two other people in our household. So we ended up um, hosting. We've, that was, this was our fourth year hosting. Um, And it was just, um, I think this year, I feel it was like the, the year that breaks the camel's Sarah's back. Um, So the um, guy who sorts out hosting for Iris Prize thought that our filmmakers who were coming along, who were on the previous episode, um, Erica and Chelsea, were a couple because they were just two pe- two two queer women coming from the same film. Um, so he assumed that they were a couple and he assumed that me and Sarah were a couple because queer women cannot be friends. That's, that's what we're getting from this. Um, so he ended up instead of like giving us just one person or like a couple he gave us two separate individuals and i don't know if you know this but we uh do not have the capacity for that in our house um so we had so we and sarah was not meant to be here the whole day the whole week so it, ideally it was gonna be me in my bed one of them in sarah's bed and one of them on the couch and the couch is the size of a twin size bed so it wasn't like it's not like a nor- it's not like a regular couch. It's a couch bought with the intention of having people stay on the couch. Um, it's quite a good couch. I did fall asleep there last week when I was horribly sick. Um, so this this year, for some reason, the, for some reason, Sarah halfway through was like, "I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna cancel my trips slowly but surely." And so. Me and Sarah, um, and so that meant that Sarah was coming back, so that, and, and she was like, okay, um, I'm gonna sleep in my bed, you, you're gonna sleep in my bed, and we'll just, we'll have someone in your room and someone on the sofa, and that's how that'll work, because then I don't have to move my entire life to compensate you going to a film festival, Sam, um, and, yeah, um, that is... That is the origin of me and Sarah sleeping in our, the Sarah's king size bed for a week in our matching pajamas, which was perfect. Um, Except for the last night when it was all kind of gross and sweaty um, because it was just really hot and gross and sweaty. I just was covered in sweat for the last night. I don't know what happened. Um, I, I sweat when I sleep. This is the main thing. Is this interesting for anyone? Yes, of course it is. Because someone out there relates to being gross and sweaty. And that's why I haven't got a boyfriend and no one loves me in a sexual way. Anyway, so we did that. Um, and there was a wonderful picture that I should post on Instagram. But I'm, I'm going to do it in a story uh, when this comes out for you all to enjoy. But... Um, yeah, it was um, just me and Sarah, happiest two little clams in, in Sarah's gigantic bed. It is a money bed. You know how Cardi B is like, I make money moves. Hers, um, Sarah's bed is a money bed. Like, like they spent money on that bed. It's a nice bed. Whereas mine is a hand-me-down from my brother. And the more I think about it, the more gross it kind of gets. Because I'm like, oh, this is my brother and his ex-fiance's bed. Oh, that's kind of gross. Oh, that is kind of gross. Oh, 
That's kind of gross. But can't afford a new mattress, so here we are. Here we are. Yes, I did spend all of my money on this goddamn show last month, and yes, I am still poor. Um, no, I wouldn't say poor. I'd say, um, um, I'd say, I'd say cash low, wealthy in song. That's how I would say it. That's how I would say it. You know? No, I don't know. I just don't know anymore. Anyway, I'm going to go back to my notes (coughs) and have a little cough and die. Um, so I did some notes before I... Before Iris Prize, and uh, we'll have Rianne Dixon come back on and talk all about Iris Prize. We're going to do like a three-part breakdown of the entire week because, I'd like, it was a blast. But at the same time, this year it was really, really just like, it was, um, it felt more like work. It felt more like, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't, like the cracks started to show the second time around a little bit more. Uh, but we will talk about that at a later date. Um, so, speaking of hyper-local celebrity, the name of this podcast, uh, the guy in the key store recognized me. Um, so we had, um, I just picked up my one of my filmmakers, Chelsea, from the airport, and I was going to go get a spare set of keys cut, because our spare keys just disappear. I don't know where they go, but I have cut so many in this house and they are just nowhere to be seen. Nowhere, absolutely nowhere. Like, I think for some reason Sarah's parents must have at least six copies because I've made about nine at this point. Um, it just seems like, I, I just don't understand what's happening there. Anyway, um, so we went to the locksmith at the end of the street and I was, and I just got it copied and the guy was like, oh, I haven't seen you with your harp in a while. And I was like, yes, that's cause I'm doing very well because I'm doing very well. And I know what you're thinking at home. If you're doing very well, why are you complaining about being poor? And and why don't you just go busking? Um, And the answer to that is please leave me alone and don't judge my life choices. I'm making choices. And um, you know what? Every choice is a choice. And I think that's just something we all have to live with. Uh, I did go teach today. So um, that was a thing that I did today. I don't know. I honestly, I, I don't know. Like it was, it was really weird during Iris Prize because it was having to like do work. That was actual work. And it was the first time where I was like, where I would say like, oh, I've just got to, I've just got to send these emails. I've just got to do these invoices. I've just going to send these contracts, etc., etc. And it was the first time when that was actually like a thing that would take time. Um, because I feel like beforehand when I was like, oh, I've got to do all this work. It was never like actual work. It was like, it was something that would take me like two minutes. It was like, oh, I've just got to email this person back and write it in the diary or something like that. Whereas this one, it was like, I've got to email this person back. I've got to send this invoice. I've got to send this other invoice. I've got to sign all these contracts and date them. I've got to just follow back with this person. I've got to do this, blah, 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 blah. And it like would take like an hour to do everything. And I was having to like schedule it into my days like a grown up, which is, um, which is a new experience for me. I will, I will just say that it's a new and exciting, uh, place to be in my career. If you can call it that, um, that I have to, have to schedule 
work that is actual work. But, um, yeah, the guy in the locksmith recognized me. Um, because I am very famous. And if you don't recognize me, then, um, then, um, don't fill out the GRA reform. Um, someone help Rene Fleming. Like, help Rene, like, just send her help, okay? Because she's doing this Broadway album, which, like, great. Good for you, Rene. Good for fucking you, Rene. Um, good for you, Rene Fleming. But she released a video. Oh, God, she released a video, and she's wearing, essentially, like, it's it's a cheap video. Um, because she's literally just in front of a velvet curtain. And she's not, it's not well produced at all. It's not, like, well directed in a way that, like, you could shoot someone in front of a red curtain and it would look really, really, really nice. Like, but she's right next to it. It's like, it's like someone pulled the, pulled the drapes and were like, okay, Rene, now's your time. We have this spotlight. Um, and everything is way too close together and they're all standing in like a line and there's there's just no real direction and she's doing like Down in the Depths of the 90th Floor which is a song that no one has ever heard before, Rene. No one has ever heard. And we we were all kind of like, oh, really? She's doing The Hills Are Alive. Have you heard her Hills Are Alive? Sound like sound like they need an in- inhaler, to be honest. She's like, ah, with songs they have sung for a thousand years. It's very kind of like, it's, um, it, it sounds like she's sort of lost her edge. Oh, look at this criticism of Rene Fleming. Gosh, Rene Fleming is a delight. How dare you, Sam? How dare you disrespect this operatic legend? Well, I'll disrespect her all I want. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, it, I think it was it was the gloves that got me. So Rene Fleming, in this new video, uh, which you can see on her Facebook, um, she is wearing, like, black gloves that are essentially, like, like tights. You know how you get, like, t- black tights that are kind of see-through? Th- not the opaque ones, but the other ones that are, like, ten denier. Um, it's like those, but gloves, and she's wearing a ring on top of her gloves like a fucking drag queen. Ugh. Rene Fleming. Send- someone help her. Someone send help. Her management is not doing a good job. They don't want to spend money on this. Um, if you don't... I'm just going to say this. If you are Rene Fleming and you are an operatic legend and you have worked your ass off year after year after year and you put out something that looks like this, like, find new management because they're obviously lying to you and not spending enough on promoting your album. Rene Fleming, someone help her. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for these hot takes. Everyone at home is like, who the fuck is Rene Fleming? And everyone who, um, like me, grew up a child of um, classical singing will remember Rene Fleming doing Endless Pleasure because you had to learn it and you listened to it on the bus every morning going to school. And everyone made fun of you because you were weird. Um, Thank you. I feel like this is literally just me. This is just, this This podcast is just me. Um, but this might just be a very, very Sam-specific 
some specific reference. Someone will get it. Someone, somebody knows. Somebody knows. And someone can help Renee Fleming. Um, I went to Lidl today. Well, I went teaching and then I was like, I have no food in the house because um, I haven't been in the house all week. I've literally just been eating free Irish prize food, um, which has been really good because I don't like to cook, <coughs> but I love to eat. So I went to Lidl and like for those, for our international audience, um, I don't know, skip this one. No, actually, listen, you'll, you'll feel cultured. For our um, audiences that do have a Lidl or an Aldi, I always feel, I can never tell if I'm like, like grocery shopping or if I'm like buying snacks for later. Like, there's just like, I would never be, I would never like go to Lidl to buy a specific thing because I know they don't have that thing. Like, like, I know they don't have almond milk. I know they don't have, like, a specific type of flour, you know? I know they don't, like, this is just me being, like, weird and buying crap that's, I don't know, horrifically middle class. Just like, oh, you can't find almond flour here? No. Um, and, yeah, I feel like I always go there with the intention of buying, like, half groceries, half like snacks for later and it's never like and it's always under the guise of ooh how exotic like i literally bought one it was um it was like one of these one of these in the middle of the aisle like special reduction things and it was sponge cake um and it said 45p and i went ooh sponge cake for 45p i picked it up it's just jaffa cakes I was like, ooh, what an exciting try. I put it in my basket. I got home. It's it, They're really good. But they are literally um, cherry, jelly, and dark chocolate Jaffa cakes. But like off-brand Jaffa cakes. And they're so good. And I'm thinking about going back and getting more. Um, because that's the sort of life that I lead. Aimless and dull. And... Um, Sometimes, sometimes I wonder um, what I'm going to achieve. And then I realize um, I already achieved it because I put out an album. The only song in my heart is for you, which you can buy on Amazon, iTunes, or even Spotify, you cheap piece of shit. Um, yeah, so I, I, I put out this album. You all know about it. I put it on my website because I was like, because um, I was going to do physical CDs and I did do physical CDs and they are gorgeous and they have some wonderful photography from Rianne Dixon who will come on and talk about Iris Prize later this week or later this month. Um, and I left the, um, I left my online store on my website on test mode and um, somebody, somebody bought an album. <laughs> So that is, um, that is a failure that I have done this week. Um, yeah. So, um, someone bought a CD for free, uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm gonna send them one anyway, because, like, I'm just like, oh, a fan, um, but I just feel so stupid that I was, like, that I just forgot to to fix it. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Why am I doing it? Because it's nice to meet a fan. It's always nice to feel appreciated and loved, I guess. Ugh. Well, what are my closing remarks? My closing remarks, I think, uh... What did you learn, Sam? The one thing I would say is if you are anywhere and you think of a joke related to wherever that is, you need to tell someone who works there. Um, like I did with this little joke and she really enjoyed it, the woman on the checkout. Um, she then closed the till. Why are they so fast and little? Like, where have you got to be? I'm sorry, am I keeping you from a business meeting? Like, you can do it slowly. You're not in a rush. No one is timing you. Do you think they're being timed? I hope they're okay. Ugh, what a world. Um, anyway, uh, my gender identity is millennial with a messy desk. Because my desk is messy. And I haven't even been here all week. And it is just, there's like, there's a roll of sellotape here. Who's that for? Anyway, I will see you all next week for a focused discussion. Or probably not. But bye-bye anyway.